The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Did you ever wish you had friends for business benefits? Well, you do now with the Ben Exchange. Stop by their website today at benexchange.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome into the interview portion of the Chamber Chat Podcast. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. We again like to thank our sponsor, the Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. So as always, I get an opportunity to interview great people, and today is no exception. With me today, I have Vibba Agrawal from the Montgomery County Foundation Incorporated. Vipa, welcome to the podcast. Well, good morning. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. So I, so this is great, and this is why we have this podcast platform, is I know nothing about the Montgomery County Foundation. Great. So I, I'm so excited to hear about it, and I'm, you're going to tell me all about it. Sure. So start wherever you want. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so we're the Montgomery County Foundation, Inc. We're a nonprofit community foundation. We're a public charity. Um, Our job is to improve lives in Montgomery County. We're located in Bluebell. Um, The foundation was originally created in 1960 as a community trust by a group of community leaders, and their goal was to address needs in the community. Um, They started out with a goal to provide additional income to the nonprofit sector so they could provide essential services. Um, For the first 25 years, actually, it was just volunteers that provided oversight and management. And it wasn't until 1985 when we had our first paid staff. Um, In 1999, during a strategic planning process, the foundation was incorporated. Um, So as a result, the Montgomery County Foundation is structured both as a community trust and a corporation. Um, which gives us greater flexibility to our work with donors um, as they pursue their philanthropic vision. So it'll actually be 60 years in 2020 of serving the needs of Montgomery County. I was just going to say, I'm like, I think it's, I think it's so great to connect with organizations that have been around for so long, and and I think that just tells the story of the area too, like how much yeah. we care about one another and we care about providing services for those who may be a bit less fortunate or not have the same whatever opportunity that uh, you and I might have. So I think that's, I think that's wonderful. So, so tell me, you reference services. Yeah. Um, so tell me about some of the services that the Montgomery County Foundation is involved with. Yeah, so the foundation has kind of two roles. The first is to help donors achieve their philanthropic vision. And the second piece of it is to serve as a catalyst for community solutions. So how do we achieve the first part of our mission? Um, we talk about the joy of giving. Um, And one of the things we talk about is the power of endowment funds. 
So donors who are interested in giving and are philanthropically minded um, might say, you know, I'm going to give to a charity. And you could give once, but what if you started a fund instead um, that would um, help those organizations in perpetuity? Um, endowment funds are the gift that keep on giving. They're invested to grow over the long term. The principal remains intact, and the total returns on the fund then are used to make charitable distributions each year. Um, endowments allow donors to provide a permanent or perpetual funding stream to support causes and organizations in the community. Yeah. And that's where we come in. We're the link between donors and charitable causes. And, and, that's, and that's so important, too, because I think as... Look, what was needed in the community 60 years ago isn't necessarily what's needed in the community now. It's it's much different. So to be able right. to adapt to that, that's where some of those endowment funds would come into play, right? Right. Where you can just use them at your discretion. Right, exactly. Um, so we have, for example, donor-advised funds. Um, the donor-advised fund is particularly attractive to a donor who wants to continue to be involved in grant-making activities. Um, the advantages of this type of fund are participation in the grant-making process by recommending the charitable organizations to receive distributions. Um, obviously, you get those maximum tax benefits, and you get to involve your family in, in philanthropic activity. Um, one of our most recent, recent funds is Naya Smile Fund for children with autism. Um, and this was started by Naya's family after she was diagnosed with autism, and they tried to get the medical and other services for her. Um, the mission of this fund is to support families struggling with autism spectrum disorder through the improvement of advocacy, education, and research. The fund is a permanent endowment that will donate to charitable organizations that are dedicated to protecting the rights of families dealing with the unique challenges of autism. So exactly what you said, you know, as the needs evolve um, and donors want to get involved with different kinds of causes, being part of the foundation helps them do that. So that's what I was going to ask you. So you have the autism piece, which I think is, is wonderful. What other areas are you involved with or, or services does the foundation provide? Um, so through the grants that we make from our donor funds, um, we address things like homelessness, hunger. Um, you know, we um, we deal with essential human human services. Um, we work with people with disabilities. Um, we have funds that address cancer research. So it's really a wide gamut of causes and needs in the community that can be addressed through these donor funds. Mm -hmm. um, another fund that we um, we currently have at the foundation is Lucy Bell's Rainbow Fund. And this fund made a grant to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia to facilitate therapy for children living with cancer and to support brain cancer research. Um, we also have field of interest funds where you can target your gift to address needs in an important area of community life. Um, so individual donors established the Your Way Home Fund um, which provides funding for basic needs that go toward making homelessness rare, brief, and non-recurring in Montgomery County. Since 2014, this initiative has reduced homelessness by almost 50%, by wow. 47%. Wow. Um, and we're very proud of our role in this public-private partnership, which has now gained national recognition. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've got donor-advised funds, field of interest funds. The other funds that we um, also work with are scholarship funds. 
And um, these are, you know, really people who want to invest in the community's future and education. So funds like the Carson Scholarship Fund um, allow bright and deserving students to pursue their goals. In 2018, the foundation granted $96,000 to 35 recipients. Mm -hmm. um, another kind of fund that we have is the designated fund, where you can direct your gift to a specific nonprofit agency. So the MBF Center Fund, for example, supports organizations that improve quality of life for people with physical disabilities, um, including education and training in computer studies and related fields. Okay. Um, one of the most important funds for us is the unrestricted fund, mm -hmm. where donors give money to the foundation for the work that we do in the community, and which allows us then to meet the most critical needs yeah, as they evolve. That's where you have the flexibility, sure, of kind right. of addressing the problem that's that's at hand there. So, mm -hmm. so tell me, let's let's just go back uh, for a second. How did you get involved with the uh, with the foundation? Sure. So uh, my background actually is in public relations and marketing, and I did corporate marketing for years and years for Fortune 500 companies. And part of my portfolio was philanthropy, and I just loved that part of my job. Mm -hmm. um, so I got involved first with the community music school, and um, I was managing the community school, community music school for about five years, and got to know the foundation through that. Um, the foundation runs a great program called the Executive Women's Roundtable, where they bring 12 different women from a variety of different nonprofit organizations of different sizes and different backgrounds. And we get together once a month at the foundation to discuss issues that are relevant to women in leadership in nonprofit organizations. And that's what was, that's, that was my first introduction to the foundation as part of that roundtable. And I really got to know the foundation and love the work and love the mission of the foundation. Yeah. Um, the fact that we're able to help so many nonprofit organizations and really make an impact in the community, I think, is what attracted me to the foundation. Yeah, and I can tell, I can tell you, every time you're talking about this foundation, you absolutely light up. So I can tell you're passionate about it. And I think when, when folks, you know, it's funny, when, when folks, I think, consider some sort of contribution or setting up some legacy, you know, they want to be connected with an organization that obviously helps out the community. But they also want to be connected with people who are passionate about driving the mission of the foundation forward. And I think you're a great representative of that. And I, I wish you nothing but the best because I can, again, I can tell you love it. So I think it's, I think it's great. Um, what else do you want to tell me about the foundation? I know there's, I know there's a lot. So go yeah. ahead. Yeah. yeah. Go so we talked a little bit about um, the donor piece of the foundation, where we link donors to charitable causes. Um, the other piece of it is our role as a catalyst for community solutions. Um, so the foundation itself does um, an annual distribution cycle. And from the foundation, we do grant making ourselves to a variety of different organizations. So some of the organizations that we've supported just in the last year include Variety, um, which helps children with disabilities, uh, Victim Services Center, which is a crime victims agency that provides free and confidential services to victims of all crimes. And our grant allowed them to set up 24-hour hotlines um, for victims and their loved ones. Uh, we've supported Salvation Army, Potsdam, Laurel House, Potsdam Cluster. Um, so we do a lot of work with different nonprofit organizations in the community. Um, the second piece of what we do in terms of being a catalyst is a fiscal sponsorship. 
Um, and that's a formal arrangement in which a 501c3 public charity can sponsor a project that may lack the exempt status. Um, so nonprofits are able to seek grants and solicit donations through us, um, and they also benefit from our experience and guidance as they develop their programs. Um, so one of the nonprofits that we work with is Advocates Against Hunger. Um, and that's a community group that includes soup kitchens and food banks and educates the community about food insecurity in, in Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. um, some other work that we do in terms of training and education of nonprofit organizations is a series of nonprofit clinics that we do throughout the year um, that is held at the foundation. Nonprofit organizations attend free of cost and we touch upon a different, um, a series of different topics, including human resources, board governance, marketing, fundraising, uh, and that's again part of our role to create um, that education and training in nonprofits so that they're able to meet their mission. Yeah, and I would imagine that'd be extremely helpful for uh, people, right? So yes. I know I know one in particular, which after we're done the podcast here, I'll, I'll um, talk to you about, but she is doing it all herself right now. She's doing it all herself, and she's trying to figure it out. And she's all in. She's passionate, just as you are, and just as any other anybody else who starts a nonprofit. Right. So just to know that those resources are available are very reassuring, not only to those individuals, but also in individuals who might be thinking about starting a nonprofit. So again, maybe they're passionate about something, and they're right. not quite there yet, and they they don't even know who to talk to or how to connect all the dots. It sounds like you guys are a great resource for that. Yes, and Montgomery County is very fortunate in that we have almost 700 nonprofit organizations that provide all kinds of essential human services and arts um, and you know just different kinds of services to the county to improve the well-being of this community. Um, but exactly as you said, not everybody, uh, you know, everybody has to start somewhere. Um, and we're there as a foundation to help them, um, whether it's education, training, grant making, linking them with donors who might be passionate about those causes. Um, and again, we're all here because we're passionate about the community. Sure. And we all want to make a difference. We want to make a positive difference. Yeah, love it. Love it. What else do you want to tell me about the foundation? Um, good stuff so far. Yeah, so one of the things that we're very passionate about at the foundation is women in leadership. Um, and I told you a little bit about the Executive Women's Roundtable. Um, another thing that we do um, and that we've been doing every year is the Women in Leadership Forum. Um, it's a very unique conference that we do in December every year. This is the sixth year um, for that forum, and we bring amazing speakers. Um, we talk about topics that are the most pressing for women in leadership. Last year, for example, we talked about um, the need for mentorship um, for women to become leaders themselves. And how, you know, how do you create that mentee-mentor relationship? How do you find a sponsor to further your career and just to guide you? Mm -hmm. um, this year, we're talking about change. And it's a really exciting event because we're talking about change from the perspective of the workplace. So this is the first time that five generations are working together 
in the American workplace. So it's really interesting. Interesting, yeah. Um, you've got the silent generation, the baby boomers, Gen Xers, millennials, and now the Gen Zers who are starting to enter the workforce. Mm -hmm. And every generation brings with it its own work culture, its own work values, its own ideas of work-life balance. Um, so it's really interesting to see how people work together. Um, also, the use of technology has changed so much. Sure has. Um, so it's challenging, but there are also great opportunities. And we're talking about how people can work together across these generations so that everybody can thrive and succeed. It, it is incredibly interesting to see the difference in generations mm -hmm. and, and work ethic. And I think tackling that topic is very useful. Yeah. It's very useful. I mean, I work with a lot of uh, small, medium-sized businesses, some multi-generational as well. And it is interesting to see the difference in the thought process there. So right. I, I, think that's, I think that's wonderful. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing we're going to touch upon is how um, women can create professional success even as they're going through personal changes. So majority of caregiving is done by women. And as we're going through um, having kids or doing elderly caregiving, or maybe we're stepping out of a corporate career and decide to go part-time. So there are all these changes that occur but how do we stay professionally successful through all of that? How do we deal with change? Um, so that's a really important topic for women leadership, and we're gonna be talking about that. Um, we usually get about 250 women attending this event. Um, this year, it's on December 4th. Um, it's at the Presidential in East Norriton oh, from yeah. 7.30 to 2.30. Um, the registration is open now. Um, so for women interested in attending this event, they can go on our website. Um, and click on the special events tab and be able to register online. So it's a really, it's going to be a really great event. We're very excited about it. And please repeat that date again, if you could. December 4th at the Presidential in East Norriton. Okay, so, so guys, right before the holiday season, you'll still have plenty of availability. It's not until like the second or third week things get a little crazy. So uh, definitely go onto the website. It's just in a few months now. So take a look at your calendar and sign up. Thank yeah, you. Cool. You're welcome. All right. We have a few minutes left. What else would you like to tell me about the foundation? Um, I think what makes us unique is that we're a community foundation with the sole purpose of benefiting the community. We're here to help people give. Uh, we really want to spread the joy of giving. We want, we want to make it easy for people who are philanthropically inclined and who have a philanthropic vision to be able to give. Um, so, you know, people may say, well, why should we work through the foundation? Why not give directly to a nonprofit organization? And there's several reasons for doing that. One, we give grant making advice. We have deep knowledge about the community and the nonprofits in the region. Um, we can connect you to agencies or causes that you're most passionate about and provide solutions that fit your specific needs. You can build a legacy. You know, when you build an endowment fund, that provides annual support, that's in perpetuity. So you're really building a legacy. You can create a philanthropic impact. So, you know, we talk about the value of collective impact, collective giving. You might feel like my dollars aren't going to go a long way because I'm not giving that much. But when you combine it with other dollars, with other funds that already exist, you're able to make a larger impact through that. Um, so you can start your own fund, you can join an existing fund, you can receive maximum tax benefits, 
we work with you to execute your tax planning through a wide range of giving options. Um, so a community foundation and the Montgomery Community Foundation is very unique in that um, even though our funds may vary in asset size, but all funds are invested in diverse portfolios and all share the common goal of serving donors, nonprofit organizations, and the community as a whole. Yeah, so it sounds like if folks are interested, they need to reach out to you, right? Yes. <laughs> they need to reach out to you. What is your contact information or um, how would you like folks to reach out? They can email us. Okay. One of the best ways of getting in touch. Do you have an email address? Um, I'll also put, we'll put this in the show notes okay, too, but great. go ahead and, and announce yeah, your email address. Yeah, so um, it's advancement, and um, that's A-D-V-A-N-C-E-M-E-N-T. Wow, good for you. <laughs> advancement at mcfoundationinc.org. Um, you can go on our website to learn more about the foundation, and that's www.mcfoundationinc.org. Well, Viba, thank you so much for being a guest today on the podcast. Thank I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It. Thank you for having me, and thank you for giving me some time to talk about the foundation and the work that we do in the community. Oh, you're welcome. It's our pleasure. So, folks, thanks again for listening to the interview portion of the Chamber Chat podcast. Again, my name is Bill Vitiello. I am from the Victory Bank, and we also like to thank our sponsor, the Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. If you would like to interact with the podcast, please drop us some feedback at podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. That's podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. So that's it for today's episode. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now. Thank you again for downloading this episode. If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media on LinkedIn, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. It's once again on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area since 1927.